0: Listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pain.tv slash Gold. You are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard, and I am Dustin Gold. All right, folks, I want you to pay careful attention to this and then i'll explain i will explain it says the idea here would be not to frame this as destroying the american system but rather as improving a broken system that so many are frustrated with congress is unpopular the courts are unpopular the federal government is unpopular why not just promise to govern as president as you see fit without their interference and see if people like that idea now I explained to you the other day that possibly what we had happen under Trump was to lift the veil on the corruption, criminality, treason, and sedition, uh, election rigging, and other things within government. And therefore, you could create this uh, disdain for Congress and the courts and the federal government, right? And this is why I think the elites within that system, these career bureaucrats that cycle in and out of the private public sector, uh, were part of this. I think a lot of the RussiaGate, SpyGate, everything else that we had to deal with for three years until COVID land the high school theater production came around, was all part of. Was all part of this making people frustrated with the government. Now I talked to Maria Albanese about this last night, and so she brought up a point that no, both the right and the left still cheer on the government. And I said, well, they they cheer on the government, but they hate the government, right? So, the left, or at least the orchestrated, you know, movements, BLM, Antifa, and such. Their whole thing was that the police are corrupt. Well, the police are the government, so they hate the government. But at the same time, they'll cheer on the government if the government is going after Trump. At the same time, uh, we say the government is corrupt. There's a deep state, and they're corrupt. But then as soon as we hear someone like Durham or Barr, you think that they're going to go after the people going after Trump, then all of a sudden you think the government is good. Or QAnon has you believing that there are white hats within the government. And so it's a bit of schizophrenia, folks. People go back and forth. But I think they could make government appear to be totally corrupt. And so what Yarvin is saying is that you run on this idea of not destroying the American system, but basically ending the legislative branch and the judicial branch and only having the president make all the decisions. Well, that's actually destroying the American system. Now, I'm not saying the American system is bad. I'm just pointing out, because I don't have the solution to this, but either you're running on an idea of restoring a constitutional republic, right? Either that's what you believe in, or you believe in something completely different. So if you have someone who's supposedly from the right who is running on the idea of dismantling the constitutional republic altogether, throwing it out the window, not trying to clean up the corruption within it and shrink the size of government, but you're going to throw the whole system out the window and have a king come in and control it all. Well, what is the difference between what the right believe that someone like Obama or a Bernie Sanders or an AOC wants to do? Right. So you say, well, they want to end the Constitutional Republic and they want to replace it with communism. That's what we were always told, right? And they can't do that. You know, they they have to go back to the Constitutional Republic. So what's the difference? What's the difference if all of a sudden now Yarvin and Peter Thiel and this gang are promoting the idea of destroying the Constitutional Republic, throwing it out the window, and replacing it all with a dictator? that will instead of now you have to think about this folks this is very important if you get rid of the legislative branch it's congress and you get rid of the judicial branch which are the courts okay so now what happens with even even if you believe the legal system is completely corrupt like legal man you have to say now what happens to the concept due process right so you're going to throw that out the window so who's going to be in charge of that And then, let's say you get rid of Congress and you just have a voting system. Let's say their solution is an app, and you vote on the app, and then the president enacts the will of the people. Well, now, if you have no court system, where do you get due process? How can you file lawsuits, civil suits, small claim suits against people that ripped you off or i don't know you fell on somebody's property whatever that may be and then let's say the third part here because he's talking about congress the courts and the federal government let's say you get rid of the whole executive branch except the president so you're going to get rid of all the departments which you know i would generally agree with but you have to ask what is their solution to how all of the the, the will of the people is actually enacted through the departments under the executive branch, right? So what happens there? And so, folks, this is where the idea of the technocracy is going to merge in with this, which will be run by an artificial intelligence system. But that is controlled by and the algorithms are written by the technocratic oligarchs uh, like Peter Thiel, Elon Musk and others. So now what will happen is you'll have this idea, like stakeholder capitalism under Klaus Schwab, that the governments, the state governments will be gone. Uh, So even the illusion of having a public uh, sector, uh, a government of we the people, will now be concentrated under a king technocrat who will enact the will of the people, but the job will be done by the so-called private sector companies that are actually – these like massive monopolies that oversee the various sectors within the technocracy I, I hope you're understanding that eventually I will be able to clarify this and paint uh, a prettier picture of how this is illustrated better. But I, but this is what you have to ask yourself when he's advocating for this. You have to start to use critical thinking and you have to try to reverse engineer and engineer what he's talking about, how it works. And somebody like this isn't just spouting these ideas. Uh, when he's connected to and influences people like Peter Thiel, there is a game plan behind this. And so if you're going to destroy the American system of which he says, that's not what it's about, but of course that's what it's about. You're not saying arrest all the criminals, shrink the government and bring us back to our founding. You're saying throw the whole thing out the window, put a King in charge and then that King will enact the will of the people. But how will that be done? So it will be done through the technocracy through stakeholder capitalism, which is basically just ruled by the corporations. It goes on to say, quote, you're not that far from a world in which you can have a candidate in 2024, even maybe, end quote, making that pledge, Yarvin continued, quote, I think you could get away with it. That's sort of what people already thought was happening with Trump, end quote, Yarvin said. Quote, to do it for real does not make them much more hysterical. And... Jarvin uh, laughed it's much actu- uh, it's actually much more effective right so Jarvin is now advocating for someone to run on this in 2024 and see if they can get people on board with it and it would basically be you know a Trump on steroids because they thought this was what Trump was already going to do uh, and people got on board with it and he's saying let's see if we can now try it again but actually have somebody do it it goes on to say it no longer seems clear that voters would reject such a pitch. Trump's ascend, um, ascendancy already proves that many American voters are no longer so enamored of niceties about the rule of law and civics. Class uh, pieties about the greatness of the American separated power system. Political messaging about, quote, threats to democracy, end quote, has polled poorly this year with voters not particularly engaged by it. See, they've socially engineered uh, people into accepting something like this. I, I, I brought this. It's, it's all starting to become clearer and clearer to me, folks. Every single day that I do more research and do another show and sort of think this through and war game it out. In my head, on paper, and uh, live right here like I'm doing, uh, or in discussions with people like Magdalene Rose, it's all becoming more clear to me. As I mentioned to her over the last seven, eight years, the idea, the labels of conservatism or liberalism mean nothing anymore. I don't think people can actually define what they are. I have said that conservatism once meant fiscally conservative and socially conservative, and then you had these sort of varying you you could take a 10-point multiple choice test within uh fiscal conservatism or traditional or social conservatism and basically see where you fall in the conservative scale but now people are so mixed up they don't know what they need right and so as he's saying this threats to democracy pulled poorly this year because they've desensitized people to it the left will say Trump is a threat to democracy, and Trump will say, AOC is a threat to democracy, and before you know it, nobody knows what a threat to democracy is. In fact, nobody knows what a democracy is, and nobody knows what a threat is, and so this is how you basically desensitize people to it until the point where someone can run on this, and, and I'm guessing I'm guessing what they'll ultimately do, because I believe all the propaganda is strategized, I believe it's all run through their AI systems, all the messaging is um perfectly constructed as I told you they literally are driving people into personalized echo chamber feedback loops and so at some point they could literally introduce someone like a musk type now he's been playing to the right lately but they could introduce someone like a musk type who comes who rises up and offers this path of you know this streamlined feedback Fair, uh, efficient system. And people on both sides will accept it. Now, I don't believe it's because they need people to vote for it. Again, I think the elections are rigged. Even if you want to believe when you pull a lever or feed a ballot into a machine, that that is not rigged. It's rigged in the sense that both candidates are already bought and paid for by the same system. So no matter who wins, they're already on board with the big picture, Right. Uh, and then on top of it, how easy it is is it to rig something? You don't even have to rig the machines. You know, if you work in a local, a, like in a school, and you volunteer to do election, um, you know, election watching or whatever, or run the systems, at the end of the night, <clears throat> you take those numbers from your polling place and you call them into your Republican or your Democrat committee. And then those numbers are all collected. And then excuse me folks they send them out to the candidates then they go to the local news and they're printed well at the end of the night Anderson Cooper or Tucker Carlson or whoever could just say you know Dustin Gold won well who's going to argue with that there's nothing you could do so elections can be rigged and so it's not about voting it's about getting the vast majority of people who could be a problem on board with this system or this dictator because as i told you the last thing they want to have to do is to force people into a system with national guard in the streets with tanks and guns because that just won't work if you could brainwash people propagandize them and mind control them into the concentration camp why would you not do that get them to willingly walk into the concentration camp versus having to corral them with guns and now they're inside the concentration camp and they're literally fighting back and trying to smash guards in the head with rocks and trying to poison guards and that's just not the way you would do it that's why when people worry about the un coming into the streets with guns and tanks and corralling us they don't have to do that anymore folks They can walk you into their system. Now, they can punish you using the IRS. They could eventually punish you by taking away your CBDC tokens out of your government, you know, crypto wallet and stuff. That will all be part of it, social score. But we already effectively have social scores within this system. Okay. The more people that get driven into gig work, those people are already operating under a social score system. Look at me. I'm sitting here begging you for five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. I am playing into this social score system. I need this podcast to be successful. Other than me doing what I love doing, which is talking to you about the truth, it has to be successful for me to be able to make some money so I can put food on my table and continue to do what I love and hopefully wake up some people. But see, I'm already shilling into this social score system. So it's, it's already here. Now, they can get people on board with the idea of a king technocrat and the technocracy running us without having to force them in by gunpoint. And that is a major win for them. And it's not impossible to do with mass mind control, propaganda, all this stuff we've been talking about here at the Dustin Gold Standard. Folks, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. I'll be right back right here on pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. I am Dustin Gold, and this is TV slash gold. All right, folks, let's continue here. It goes on to say another piece of advice Yarvin has in this vein is that the would-be dictator should try to prevent blue America from feeling so terrified about the new regime that they take to the streets and make it fall apart. See, that's the whole thing. They don't want this pushback. And so all of these elites, these social engineers, trust me, this is what they war game all day long, folks. Time is on their side. But they do seem like they are accelerating and that they are uh operating at warp speed i talked a little bit about this with dan golvach when he came on the show why we believe possibly that they are accelerating this like they're up against a timeline it goes on to say instead ideally liberals and leftists should feel so disillusioned with the status quo that they're ready for something new see this is what i brought up to you earlier He thought things were on a promising trajectory on this front during the early Biden administration, but has griped that the Dobbs decision may have scuttled this by firing up Blue America. Okay, so what he's saying is that the left, even with the election of Biden, he thought. That they too would cheer on a system like this. Okay. Because remember, there's a large portion of the left that wants someone like a Bernie Sanders. And so if they could paint someone like Joe Biden as this corrupt, you know, hair sniffing uh, child diddler, you know, then the left will perceive that the country is also broken. But they're not going to fall into the hands of a Donald Trump. I'm telling you, it's going to be something like the rise of uh, Elon Musk from the outside. I I don't know exactly yet. I'm sure the more we research, the more we warm game this, we will figure it out. But to me, it seems like that. Or they're going to have to have some charismatic uh, young person and Obama-like type run uh, as an independent they'll have to if they want to play the party game the typical political game and make it appear as if this person has the will of the people they were elected then they will end up having to run say under the independent party who already has ballot slots on pretty much all of the uh ballots in the various states there's all kinds of rules i haven't looked into those in probably five or six years but that's what would have to happen Because I don't think you're going to get someone to run from the right who is going to get people from the left to vote for them or someone from the left to get people from the right to vote for them. If they want to do it in a different way, they'll take someone like a a Tulsi Gabbard and they'll run her with... Some other libertarian type from the right. But then it's hard to sell the message of basically a monarch if there's two people that you rely on. So, I don't know. There's different plans they'll have, but this is stuff that I'm still kind of working out in my head. All right. It goes on to say, purge the federal bureaucracy and create a new one. Once the new president would-be monarch is elected, Yarvin thinks time is of the essence. Quote, the speed that this happens with has to take everyone's breath away. Uh, It should just execute at a rate that totally baffles its enemies, end quote, he told Chow. Now, again, folks, if, if the bureaucracy and the leaders and the directors of the bureaucracy the people that are part of the so-called deep state or administrative state are not on board with this if this is not orchestrated it will not happen so let's say they run trump again he agrees to play the king monarch and he comes in and then he snaps his fingers and he says everyone in the government is fired let's just say everyone is fired uh at which point he he would literally have to have a list of like what jobs were important and if you want to believe in nation-state enemies how is this gonna you know open us up to attack from china or north korea or russia or what i mean all these things come into play I, we can't war game every scenario it just it goes to show me this is an orchestrated effort and they're all on board with this okay because these people aren't going to just leave their offices you saw the pushback supposedly I believe it was all orchestrated from Trump on Trump when he supposedly was trying to, you know, weed out the deep state and go after the CIA. And then the next thing you know, let's say they frame him up with the whole Russia situation. I believe that was all WWE theater. I'll make myself clear on that. But if it were for real, right? And again, this Yarvin guy is influential. He's in the company of Peter Thiel. He got money from Peter Thiel. So he's not just... Me or you writing about this or talking about it on this podcast. So this this would mean that all the people in charge of the government, in charge of the bureaucracy, would be on board. All right, That's why I'm telling you, this is enacting, basically, the fourth industrial uh, stakeholder capitalism, basically. Because the merger of the private and public sectors has already taken place. And therefore, this would have been a negotiated, orchestrated illusion that we're watching. All right, it goes on to say, wait a second now. The page just jumped because some ads opened up. Okay, it goes on to say, Yarvin says the transition period... Before inauguration, should be used to intensively study what's essential for the federal government to do, determine a structure for the new government, and hire many of its future employees. Then, once in power, it's time to, quote, retire all government employees, end quote, of the old regime, sending them off with nice pensions so they won't make much of a fuss to circumvent congress the president should have his appointees take over the federal government the federal reserve and direct the fed on how to fund the new regime okay so now we're going to use the federal reserve to our advantage of which Many libertarians uh, and conservatives have talked about how we needed to get rid of the Federal Reserve before, which the final version of the Federal Reserve was put into place in 1913 in this country, and it has not ended. People like Ron Paul, Rand Paul have called for auditing the Fed. Many have said they were going to shut down the Fed. In fact, when Donald Trump became president, I believe it was the first interview he did in the White House in the Oval Office with uh, Sean Hannity. He had a giant portrait of Andrew Jackson and a statue of Andrew Jackson behind the desk. The portrait was next to the desk. And Hannity said, why Andrew Jackson? And Trump said, well because he had this difficult election well i believed and i hoped it was a signal to the federal reserve that he was coming after them because jackson actually shut down one iteration of the federal reserve and then actually paid off the national debt but we won't get into that here so now his idea is that he's going to put these appointees into the federal reserve and they're going to uh handle funding this new regime so this is his coup he's talking about Talk of firing vast swaths of federal workers is now common on the right. In late 2020, Trump issued an executive order called Schedule F that would reclassify as many as 50,000 civil servants and middle management as political appointees who could be fired and replaced by the new president. Nothing came of it, and Biden quickly revoked it. But Trump's regime in exile is brainstorming what could be done with it in a second term, as Axiosis Jonathan Swan has reported. To Yarvin, even that is a doomed half measure, quote, you should be executing executive power from day one in a total, totally emergency fashion, end quote, he told Anton, quote, you don't want to take control of these agencies through appointments, you want to defund them. You want them to totally cease to exist, end quote. This would, of course, involve some amount of chaos, but Yarvin hopes that will be brief and the actually essential work of government would quickly be taken over by newly created bodies that could be under the autocrats' control. Okay, so it would be done under emergency fashion similar to what they tested under covid land the high school theater production right so when trump was doing covid land the high school theater production under state emergency and allowing the vaccines to come out under emergencies and stuff you didn't see anyone from the left complaining about that did you no it seemed to be that everyone was on board with that folks uh while we were screaming about left-wing liberal progressive democrat uh governors and mayors doing stuff everyone was totally fine while donald trump was doing it because he wasn't forcing mandates although there were mandates being forced through the public private partnership you see it was all a scam folks and when you look at this stuff in context now when you put it in context to what happened over the last two and a half years you see that the test actually happened and i'm telling you dick cheney actually had a lot of theories behind ultimate executive power and it seems to me like these folks are going to test it once again in fact it was test piloted under trump in the final year of his presidency under land, the high school theater production and now they want to see how far they could go with it be interesting to see if dick cheney and any of his cohorts are uh, tied in with uh Peter feel Alright, ladies and gentlemen, when I get back, we're gonna finish this up. This Dust and Gold with the Dust and Gold Standard right here on Pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dust and Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold.